Welcome to Curating the Curious, the podcast that celebrates staying curious in life and never settling into a box. Hosted by former elementary teacher, television actress, LA realtor, wine slinger, salesperson, waitress, family photographer, and forever student of life, me, Leanna Azzalini. Today's episode is all about fear, finding fulfillment and purpose, your big why, your North Star, and all that comes with it. I have found myself since my big, um, I don't know what to call it, my my breakdown from my burnout, I went into a time of self-reflection. I went into a time of rest. And then I just got plopped into summer where I've just been busy, busy, busy. And I've had all of this time going by where I'm not creating these episodes and I want to create these episodes. But then the more time that goes by, the scarier it feels because I'm giving it more importance because there's so much time in between. And then you get into analysis paralysis and guess what takes over? Fear, doubt, and all of those things. But it's a great opportunity for me to kind of reflect on what we all go through and bring you an episode like this. So these are my thoughts, and I'm looking forward to knowing if it connects with any of you. Another thing it got me thinking about is failure and all of the failing that I've done in life. I don't really call it failing, but for the sake of this episode, I'm calling it failing. Because I've basically spent my whole life following my curiosity and investing everything into what my passion currently is, and many times having things not work out. And then I decide, well, this really isn't what I want, and I move on. And it got me thinking about my intro and how <laughs> how misunderstood i think that this intro to this podcast can be sometimes because i've had several people say to me oh well you've lived this glamorous life look at the intro to your podcast and i'm like glamorous what <laughs> what what in the world is glamorous about being a struggling actor in los angeles for 10 years. What is glamorous about being a Los Angeles realtor during one of the biggest real estate crashes in history? And what is glamorous about any of it, really? <laughs> Nothing. So I think um, I think it's funny. I've wanted to comment on the intro for a long time. And I feel like this episode is the perfect opportunity to talk about it because the reason that I included all of those things that I've done in my life, in my intro, was to basically put, I guess, maybe in a fun way, all of the things I've pursued and failed at. I mean, I don't consider it a failure, like I've said, but I didn't end up, you know, 
sticking with those things. They didn't end up being my forever life's purpose, but they were my purpose at that time. And they all led me to something bigger and better. They're all pieces of my life. None of them glamorous. My gosh, none of them glamorous. But I guess, you know, that's just human perception, right? So I consider myself to be an expert in rejection. I spent 10 years of my life being rejected and sometimes working on sets, sometimes getting a a TV commercial, sometimes being on a TV show, but rejection daily, daily, just pounded in. And I am almost impervious to it at this point. When you experience rejection on a regular basis, you begin to have an ability to sift through and see the purpose that it delivers to your life. The ability to have such knowledge of what you do and do not want to do. And I feel like those 10 years of rejection were such a gift. And I will never be a thick-skinned person. I will always be a very sensitive person and I feel a lot, but I'm also hardened to being rejected and I put my neck out there constantly because I'm so used to it at this point. So I see such value in sticking your neck out there and going for it and maybe getting thrown onto the ground a couple times. I see what it brings you, collecting those bricks that are thrown at you and building that mountain day to day. It is priceless. So you'll see more once you hear this episode, but I really wanted to comment on the whole intro thing. I have even considered removing it because I feel like it's misunderstood. It's all about going after whatever your heart leads you to from day to day, just following that path and letting it take you along that ride in life being curious and lifting up those lids, lifting up those rocks, opening those boxes. That's what the intention was about. Not glamour, nothing to impress, just living life and pretty much getting pounded into the cement (laughs) year after year, but learning and growing and knowing how useful it all is. So that is my essay on the intro Hopefully it clears it up for some of you and let me know what you think of this episode. A review is always the best way, but I will take it in any form you want to deliver your message. Okay, here we go. Your passions are your purpose. In my eyes, it's as simple as that. So many of us sit around wondering what our purpose is in life, myself included, and really, it's usually just sitting there right in front of our faces. What are you passionate about? What gives you that feeling of excitement or giddiness when you think about it? That's what you were put on this earth to do. So many of us often confuse our passions to be something frivolous When actually these things are what keep us moving ahead in life. They can be big or small. They can change from day to day or maybe even year to year. Your purpose doesn't need to win you accolades, trophies, or even a paycheck. It's that feeling from deep within 
that brings true fulfillment. Fancy titles, boastworthy achievements, and feelings of importance are fleeting. Believe me, you're only as good as your last hit when you're dealing with that. But following your heart and pursuing all that you love, that just keeps on growing and flowering in a way that nothing else can ever top. It took me 37 years to understand my mom's purpose in life. I thought she was absolutely crazy when she told me that all she ever wanted to be was a mom until I became one myself. Suddenly, it all made sense to me. You can't put a price on where your heart lies. There is no purpose that is greater than the other. There is no passion that is greater than another. Fulfillment is fulfillment. The rest is just for show. When you place your importance on becoming important, you've already fallen off your true path. If becoming rich and famous was the answer, we would see a whole lot more of those people living actually happy lives, now wouldn't we? Keeping up with the Joneses, that's just a blatant sham too. The thing about the Joneses is they're so completely consumed with their own appearance and facade, they're not even looking at you anyway. So what's the point? Importance, fame, and fortune, that may come if your dreams happen to be big and scary and bring you down that road. Who knows? But there's just no heart in obtaining importance. Go deep. Dig deep. But then we're brought to the question, what's the difference between someone's purpose and a dream? Where do the goals fit into that? They're all different pieces to the same puzzle. Goals can help you to achieve a dream, but they're not the same thing. If I have a dream of becoming a best-selling author, that's my dream. But my goal might be to just sit down and write that first chapter. Your passions will help you to define your purpose and your goals will help you to achieve your dreams. What fits under what umbrella and where do we begin first? What do we do if we're having a difficult time figuring out what gets our heart pumping? If it all feels foggy, but you want to get closer to defining your own truth? Take a look at the people that you admire in life. It's pretty simple. Depending on what stage you might be in in your own evolution, maybe someone you even envy a little bit, jealousy can be a map. It's often the best map toward what you truly want if you're willing to get honest with yourself. And we can talk more about that later. That is a whole topic in its own. But for now, let's just focus on where your admiration lies. Not only will that point you toward what you truly value, but it's also just really wonderful to see real life walking examples of someone who has done it before. And obviously, we all want to do something in our own unique way, but it has all been done. So who does it in the way that inspires you to move? Another key idea is just to pay attention to how you feel when you're doing something. Our bodies tell us everything we need to know, good or bad. It just matters how much you're actually paying attention to it all. Our passions, 
They start out as these small whispers and over time they begin to become louder until you can no longer deny the calling of your purpose. Depending on your ability to take risks, the whispers may be quite muffled by your fears. You will resist. The bigger the dream, the stronger that resistance becomes. And as Stephen Pressfield says in one of my favorite books, The War of Art, the more important an activity is to your soul's evolution, the more resistance you will feel. Pay attention to those things. That's your body giving you those signs of where you're meant to go. You might be scared, but if you are feeling that resistance, it means something. It means it's important. I truly, truly believe that everyone has a knowing of what their purpose is. That knowing can be foggy, it can be muffled, or even hidden away in a locked box, covered up by all sorts of discouragement, rejection, past hurts, the list goes on and on. But the knowing is still in there. It's just hidden. Putting a name to it is often the key to uncovering it all. Is it a creative rut, a dry spell, a slump, or a block? Or do any of those truly exist? Is it all just fear wrapped up in a different package? Fear of not getting it all right, not being perfect, or accepted, or applauded? Those things you tell yourself? I'm too old. It's too late. I'm not smart enough. I'm not talented enough. Those are all just affirmations you've created in your own head. Each time you repeat that, you affirm it. Change that track. Change the narrative. Start affirming the good stuff. It's all a choice. It's just what did you allow to become a habit? It feels forced in the beginning when you try to change that narrative, but once you make it a habit, the game begins to change. Believe me, I've been there. That is why I will continue to have the morning mantra affirmations on this podcast, whether you like it or not. What will it take to get you to move, to make that move toward what you truly desire? Sometimes it requires us to get to that place where it's just so painful to keep sitting there and denying yourself of it. It's so painful to keep sitting there and not go for it. More painful than it would be to even be rejected or fail, right? Sometimes that's what it takes. Instead of asking yourself, what would you do if you could not fail? Ask yourself, What would I do if maybe I might fail, but still get so much out of doing it anyway? Nothing worth doing is safe in life. Safety is just a giant steel cage with no windows and no doors. It will eat you alive if you stay in it long enough. Safety isn't safety at all. It's just a glorified prison. Getting out there and putting your neck on the line is where all the fruit of life is at. Failing and finding out how to do it better. Failing and falling hurts a bit at first, 
But once you get the hang of it, you find out that it's where all the clues are given to solve the puzzle. It's the foundation of success, the building blocks that lead to higher ground. You just keep collecting those bricks that life throws at you, and soon you've built your own mountain. As time goes by, you can stare down that mountain, and the hindsight is 2020. You've eventually got a bird's eye view of it all, and life begins to make sense. Collect no bricks, and you've got nowhere to climb. You're staring down a plain field. Do you know that the only way that Warren Buffett will invest in a business is if the person running it has already had at least two other failures first? He wants to know that he's dealing with a seasoned pro, one who has hit rock bottom and found their way back. Warren Buffett knows that the recipe for success lies in the bricks that you have collected along the way. Get dirty. Collect those bricks. Listen to the whispers and allow yourself to see what that bird's eye view is all about once you build that mountain of bricks. I'm going to leave you with one of my favorite quotes by Elizabeth Gilbert. I think I have a hundred, but this one is so darn good. Your fear will always be triggered by your creativity Because creativity asks you to enter into realms of uncertain outcome. And fear hates uncertain outcome. She's so right. The unknown can be real scary. But sitting in your cage of safety, uh, it's just boring, right? It's all so boring. Get out there and live. Get out there and go for it. You already know what your purpose is. You already know what your big why is. Pay attention, get out there, collect those bricks and go for it. It feels good to be back. I have missed doing this. I miss communicating with all of you and I miss hearing from you. And I hope I hope this struck a chord with at least a few of you. I love, love hearing from you in any way possible. So thank you for everything, your messages, your tags, your posts, your reviews, all of it, all of it. And until we meet again, stay curious.